0: also speak two other languages. We speak English and we also speak Indonesian. I was born a bilingual. And in that country, we are 98% Catholic and we have 1% Islam and 1% Protestant. So it's pretty domain by Catholic. And my country, as one of the poorest countries in Asia, our income mostly comes from agriculture and then fishing, fishing, and I'm a fisher because I come from that family. And we're living in a day only less than $1.25 to survive as one of the poorest countries, so this is how we live. And the number of unemployment in my country is pretty high. We almost reach 50% right now. And many people, uh, uh, the literacy in my country is pretty high, Compared to my generation, I was lucky enough that I know how to ride and read. But my mom and my dad and my grandma and my grandpa, they don't know how to write and read. And tonight, I have four main points that I would like to tell you. Two of them are the questions. And I'm 20, almost 25 right now. But this is the life and the fate that I've been through. And this is, through these four main points, I know how much God loves me and has been blessed in my life that I've been through and lived with this faith. And the first one is afraid of a God's gift. And there's a Holy Family exists in this world. And I would like to tell you a little bit about my family devotion to Our Lady of Fatima and introduce you to Our Lady of Fatima. And my third point is where and how God calls me to serve. So, is the faith a God gifts. According to Pope Francis, Pope Francis said that, faith is a God precious gift, which opens our mind to know and love Him. He wants to enter into relationship with us and allow us to participate in His own life. I've been growing up and raised in a Catholic family and raised in a Catholic community. What I did back home, what I did before, it's all because of my people doing that, my family doing it. I did it because it's the part of our daily life. I did not know really what I was doing. But then one day, when it comes to my mind, it comes to the right time. And through this faith, I know how much God to love me. And through this faith, I'm standing right now to tell you how much blessing that God has given to me and to my family. And to these people around me right now in the U.S. And through this faith, I listen to God's word. And I listen to God's call. A call that I realize, that I call that God calls me to serve other people and to help other people. This is the reason I'm here in the United States. And through this faith, I can thank God for every single thing that has been given to me. Family, friends, and everybody. It's my family, a big family, <coughs> wonderful family, simple family, and poor family. We are full of joy and we are poor family. Everything that we do at home is just family always together. And the main, the main point and the most powerful in my family is just we always together. We never speak apart from each other. And this is the reason why. <laughs> It's hard for me to get into this journey, because I always live with my family. And I have a hard parents, parent, wonderful parents, very kind, fa- kind of parents, that always taught us to be humble, to be obedient, and to remain poor in our, our life. It's not because we are poor already. We remind poor, it's just to know how much, and to thank God for every single thing that has been given to us. And to remind the poor, as a poor material, but we reach in a spiritual life. And we have everything. But as material, we don't have anything. But we have love. I have a wonderful family, I have a wonderful brothers and sister, and we always together. And that's the one thing that I love with my family, is just we always together. We've been through a lot. We've been through a lot of struggles, difficulties, and we survive on efficient. And my dad only earned 125 a month to feed nine people in the family. Sometime when he came home with empty hand to tell us that I have nothing to give you today, because I've been working hard, but I don't have anything to buy today because I don't have money.
1: And it's alright for us.
0: Sometime we went to bag the empty stomach. It was alright like another day. And sometime we only have one plate to share with everybody in the house. But then we always rejoice and we feel joyful how much we have for a day or to eat a night. And I would like to introduce you about holy family. I always say that my family is an image, an example that God gave it to me. And through my family, I see there is a holy family, exists in this world, as an example that God has set in up. And our holy family is Jesus. Mary and St. Joseph and they are the holy family that I know is very high and powerful. But here, here I am in this world because of family, a family that stands by this family in heaven. And we have a very I mean, very tight routine in family. We always pray rosary. We do novena. We We sometimes pray Angelus. And we also go to the church every single Sunday. As we, we do rosary, especially a month of Holy Rosary, is a month of May and October. Like this month is very important. And I want to tell you, it's very important to pray rosary, especially a month of Holy Rosary. If I can think of why I'm here today and how my family survived, it's all because of prayer. So don't underestimate how powerful prayer is, but it is, it is that a miracle happens when you pray. It takes time to God, for God to answer those prayers, but it's always worth it to pray or to think or just to pray in a second or to pray in a one minute or two minutes to spend with God. And maybe think about how much God has been blessing, how much God has been given to you. So thank God for those, those blessings giving And in the family, also, because we don't have nothing, really, we don't have nothing, but we have family. And the family always tied together. And the only thing, and very joyful in the family, that we have meal. Meal always bring us together. Meals is the one that we always have in a family. So when we have people, I mean, my grandma's there with us. together and there will be a crowd and noisy in the room, they're full of people, but we always do it together. And after that we have big meals. That's why when I'm here, I tend to share with my friend in my apartment. Because guys, this is what I did back home. I have family and I have brothers and sisters that always eat with me. That's why I really like to share with everybody when I come. And here I know how to go, so I can share with everybody. And the meals that we have after the meals, and then we'll pray, we'll pray a rosary after the meals, and after pray a rosary, and then we're all gonna teach each others. In the family, my mom and dad don't have money to send to school. The only thing we survived in from elementary school and to high school is through scholarship.
1: And this is what we did back home.
0: If my sister learns something new and she no one, she's very good. After the meals, after the prayer rosary, she will teach us. She will teach everything that she learned, so that we can keep it up, so that we can get those money, so that we can remain in school. And then, I have one story that really strikes me, and then I know this is not even my power when I face those problems. When I graduated from high school, and at that time, when we were sitting in front of the oratory, and I was asking my parents that did they have any idea to send me to university. My friends went to university, and here I was, I was sitting with my family and just praying. And after praying, I asked them, Did you guys have money to send me to school? Because I saw a lot of my friends went to school, and I want to continue my university. And it was there my mom was saying to me, As you know, we don't have money, so we will not answer your question now, but we will pray to God to send us those money so that we can send us to school. So after graduating, I did not do anything for two years and to spend two years, one year helping my mom and another year to learn English. And my family also have a very powerful and then high devotion to Our Lady of Fatima. Our Lady of Fatima She appeared in Cuba, Fatima, Portugal, in May 13, 1917. She appeared to three saints, I know that we heard about it, Saint Francisco, Saint Jacinta, and Saint Lucy. She came with a message, a message to listen to God, and a message to pray, and a message to obey God. And she also warned us about what happened, what actually, that we have to be aware and if you guys know, after you pray Rosary after one day again, and then after glorying it to the Father, there's the, play and the come, prayer come off for that. Almighty oh, Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those who most need that mercy. This is the prayer that our Lady of Fatima taught on us to pray. And my mom also said, if you can not make a rosary in one day or a night before you sleep, just pray three Hail Mary. It is very important to pray that in the month of Holy Rosary. And this is my family, that's my mom with a picture and with my little brother. And then we are a simple family that is full of joy. A family that only knows how to thank God and to receive everything from God. A family that turns everything to God. And that's the family. And we do those things. I, when I did it, I just did a part of the family did. I did not know what I was praying for. When we made a novena, I just did it because my mom asked me to do it or my family asked me to do it. I did not know until I know my call and then I know those prayer praying about. It. And I always say to all women, and right now I'm going to tell you, this is what my mom taught me. My mom taught me that mothers in this world, your mom, and look at your sister or your daughter, they're image of Mary. And I believe that. I see every single mom and every single woman is an image of Mary. So I always think about that. Even though this is the faith that I just believe, but I believe it is true that they're image of Mary. And it comes because of my financial. Family, the family financial problem. I did not go to school, so I spent my time to learn English for one year. And then I got to know and I got to work in this place. It's named Barrio Pite Hostel. It is a up right now, but when I worked there, it was a clinic. It's a community clinic, and the community clinic that had 200 and 300 patients every single day. And this clinic only seen by one man and one doctor. He was the founder of the clinic, and he's my hero. I call him hero, because he's the reason why I'm here. And guess where he's from? He's from Iowa. You guys are from Iowa. That's why I'm here today in Iowa. And he is the person that everybody loves him in my country. Everybody bow him so high. Because he's been there since 19, 1998, when we got through the struggle. He, know, he knew our story very well, and he knew about my family too and myself. And he is my sponsor. He is the one that took out the money from his pocket, and then joined with his family, sent me over to stay, to study. Um, I worked at the biopedic clinic for 18 months, One year, one and a half year, and I work as a translator. It was many experiences that I got from that place. I work in maternity work, I work in emergency, I work as a HIV counselor. There's so many different sections that I've been through. But there's two experiences that got into my mind, and through those experiences, God working in those experiences, to tell me what He wants me to do. I worked with a little kid named Hila Maral. She had a heart problem. She was about to send to Australia for heart surgery. But a week before she left, she passed away. And that little girl showed me how God wants me to do. Before she died, because i have been working with her and her family for a while, and then she wrote a note, it's not a note, it's like a drawing that she drew on the, on the thing on the cover of the paper. And back on the paper, she wrote, Obrigada, cidade. It means, thank you, cidade. It comes to my mind, I was not feeling quite sad. I was sad because she was a little girl. But it didn't strike my mind, say, I did something wrong. But at that point, I feel something strange. I feel like why she died and why she has to step into my life and then she died. So it's kind of a feeling that strikes me. I wonder what kind of feeling is that. But at some point, I feel like I can do more than this. I can help people more than this, and especially um, young kids or malnutrition patients. And that's my first sign of God calls me to do. And my second one. And this is the wonderful experience that I've been experiencing in my life.
1: When I worked
0: with this lady named Adelina, she was a mom, but she has a mental problem. But people took advantage and make her pregnant, and she has to deliver a baby at that place, at that clinic. Because I was a translator, so I have to speak around the clinic. And one of the medical students taught me, this is, Dalia, could you help me to be a translator tonight so we can help out in maternity ward? So I was there. At 4 a.m. in the morning, I took a night nice shift there, too. And at 4 a.m. in the morning, everybody rushed up to the maternity ward, And I was there, too. And there was a doctor then was there, one midwife, one assistant midwife, and also the medical student, and it was me, too. I was not sure what I did. I was just standing there. and thought that I could help only with a translator to translate to the mom. But I know that the mom was in pain. But I was there because I was team be so I, was, I wanted to encourage the mom that you can do this and you can do better than this. Or just be there and to assist and help out. But it was more than that. And I think that was 4 20 in the morning, 4 a.m. 20 minutes in the morning, the baby was ready to deliver. And then there I was, there, and Dr. Dan told me, you cannot just stand in right now, you have to help us. So Dr. Dan grabbed my hand, so that I can carry the baby on top of my hand. So I was there, because I did not do anything, they were visiting the same. And the baby, after the baby came out, the baby was on my hand and crying. And I was surprised. I was thinking, what did I do right now? Because my hand was shaking, that was my first experience ever, and but the only thing I thought at that moment was my mom, and I was that little girl. And I called my dad after we take care of that baby, and I called my dad and said I want to see her, I want to see mom right now. So when I went home, my mom was operating, and when I came out, I just hugged my mom. It was literally for an hour I hugged. My I so tired, and I would just hold her face and told her, "You never told us how much pain you've been through, and you never say anything when be against your word. Why didn't you tell us everything? Because I saw those pain, and I saw how the woman was screaming. It was like literally, I saw my mom was there, and my mom said a word to me that it was pain. It was. But I never regret of those things because it is you, and I've been through those things because of you, so I never regret it. So that's my, that was my mom that always inspired me with every single thing I did. So those, from those experience, those main experience, I realized that this is the line, this is the field that I want to go after my, my journey, and I never think about going to university right now. The only thing that I think about clinic help more do some more for other people because I know that there are many women and many kids and many patients in the clinic that really needs our help even though I was not sure what I was going to do but I was there to help and that was my picture with the little girl that I helped on in maternity my friend took it I was sweating and it was shaking in my pad and then after I was experiencing I pray to God, I say it is real that it is what you called me to do to help other people. So just give me a sign that it is my call right now to help others to be in this line to help other people. And I got my answer when Dr. Dan told me that he found a place in Iowa in the U.S. so that I can study and be somebody to help my people. And at some some point when I turned around from Dr. Dan, I just look and I say, I was nervous at that and say, I don't think I can do that, but I would. I know that that's my goal now. And from that point, I just look around people around me and see my sisters. I see my friends around me and say, they have a good life. They are still young. They do their own thing. Very good. I want to be a part of those. What experience? I remember lived through, but it was different for me. God chose me to. He surprised me with that call. And Dr. Dan's saying, there's a place in Iowa, Cedar Rapid, that you can go. I never know anything about US. None. Even Iowa. When he mentioned Iowa, I thought it would be next to New York. Because that's what <laughs> I thought about it. around in my family. I always have my sister and brothers and community. they always look after us. And at some point I would come back and say, I have to make a decision, but I'm not sure about my decision. But my family helped me through. My mom prayed so hard at that night. And at the night before I left, this is how strong it is my mom's devotion to our Lady of Fatima. See hold the statue of our Lady of Fatima and they put it in my hand. And say, "I'm bringing her with you." And she also, praying to Our Lady of Fatima, saying, "I consecrate my daughter to you. I give away my daughter to you. And now, from now on, she's yours and you're hers. Right now, please look after her and stay with her all the time. She always stays with us, and we always she always have us as her family. So send her a family and tell her someone to look after when she needs a hug. Give her a hug." So see Don's Cricket and keep it away until the year Fatima. But at that night I was confused, why my mom giving me away to her? But it is a player Fatima answer to this prayer. Now I'm US. When I come here and I arrive in Iowa, there is a sign and there is a welcome note in my apartment saying, welcome to Iowa, Stalia, and say Sue and Denmark the next. And there he is, Sue and Dan Martinez. They are my family right now. When my mom consecrated me to our Lady of Fatima, to send her a family. And I give her a bonus. God gave me, even surprised me, but there was even more than that. They're not only family for me, but they are a Catholic family. And they're so tight. And they are very, I can tell that I was growing in my family so strong. But when I realized when I met them, that's my answer, As a holy family exists in this world there is. I see my family as an example of a holy family, and here I am, met them, met them as my family too. There's no different right now, my family and them, because they are my family, and my family is my family, and they are my family. And God gave me even more than that, because I always have friends around me, my sister, my brothers and sisters, and here when I am in Iowa, I met so many people. So many people. And there's so many people. I've i counted. i I met so far in US, my journey in US is five, hundred and twenty-three people, new people that I met in Iowa. <laughs> it's wonderful. God gave me even he surprised me, that's all I always say. God surprised me in every single day. He not only gave me one brothers and one you friends that right now become my brothers and sister. And I'd like to point out, so far in the U.S., when I came here for the first time, I met one sister. She's, she's really mean a lot to me because when I came here for the first time, she was the one who showed me around. She was my first sister in, in, in the United States. That's Erica Calvin. I don't know if she's here or not. Oh, uh, she's there. That's her. She's, she's the one who showed me around my first sister, I always say, you are my sister, you are Erica from America, and you are my sister. <laughs> this is really wonderful. So through Sue and Dan, and I met so many family out there, through them I met so many people too. They introduced me to this San Flamilda community. I met so many wonderful people. And this is the reason too I'm here and talk here tonight. Because I've been living in this place, I think, for almost two years now. Because they are the ones that introduced me to this Catholic community. And also, in my college life, I met so many people. And as I say, I met 523. And they are my brothers and sisters in Christ. Some of them, I know that we have a different faith. But they step into my life and they make a remarkable story and journey in my life those are the people. And I also have, a, right now, I have a group, Bible study group. We've been doing this. And the person that did a Bible study is Michael Declair, Is the one that been doing and introduced us to the Bible. I grew up as a family of Catholic. I never know how to, I mean, I know there's a Bible exists, but I've never got into a Bible to read a Bible. And Michael was the one to introduced me to know and read the Bible. Now I know pretty much about what I've been saying, and I'm saying when I on Amen or I when I say Hallelujah, I know those things. And our Bible study we do it weekly. We do it every Tuesday right now. And my friends that we around Kirkwood they organize their mind, so We are the one to do the Bible study. And then we convince and we try very hard to find more people to do the Bible study. So we still have a mission to And for my daily life, I also do daily reading. I still do rosary as my family always. um, I always take back home and I want to still do that because it's always wonderful. And if I tell you one thing, if I I can turn around to all the experience that I've been through, and the the reason why I'm here and the reason why I'm in the U.S., it's because of it's worthy for whatever we say in the rosary when I was still a kid, or when I was still a child. Those prayer and pray as the result why I'm here today. So God's really important in my life and in my family. And also tonight, I would like to remind, especially all young people. I'm still young, that's why I want to call all young people. It is very important very important for us to pray for our, for our parents it is very important through them we see a lot of things through them through our parents we're born in this world so please and please pray for your parents and then we always like i know that our parents always pray for us but why shouldn't we ask ourselves what can you do for them so the only thing you can do is pray for them they never let you try but we have to pray for our parents. And we also have to start doing peace. Peace, as Mother Teresa said, peace start with smile. And if you smile to somebody, hey, there is a peace growing there. So peace is with a simple thing, just smile. And I also have a very this is what my family taught us. When somebody's sad, or when you look at somebody in the same face or they need somebody to talk to, but they never turn around to talk to you. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Call Holy Spirit to be with that person. Or if you dare not, call Holy Spirit to be with you and walk towards the person just to just say hi. Because it's worthy to do those things. And I also want to encourage all young people to go to the church. It is very important for us. very important because through that Mass we can have communion with God. So it's just spend 2 seconds or or 20 minutes or 2 seconds just to pray and thank God for everything. It is me that my calling to, to help others and to stop others. it is me that God calls me to do this, is to help others and to help other people around me, but I still have a mission to my journey has no end yet. I still have people back in my country that are waiting for me. They've been keeping in track of whatever I do. So my journey has no end yet. I still have three more years to go and two more years to finish this experience. I've been through a lot of experience. Bad experience, good experience. I learned from both. And here is the U.S. And I want all of you to realize what God calls you to do. challenge for all of you I know that every single one every single one of us in this room have our own call and pray to God that God show you your call and pray that you listen to God's call and God's word and I challenge you what is it God calls you to do think about that When you step out of this door, please think about that, and also pray about that, too. And I thank God for every single thing and every experience that I've been through. And uh, this experience that I'm telling you is all because of my family, because of you right now that I'm standing here. And I thank God that I'm here in Iowa. I thank God I'm in the U.S., and here, particularly in Cedar Rapids. And I thank God I'm here tonight and share it with them. So it's been blessed, my family with me, my friends with me. It's been blessed, this journey that I have so far. Even though I know I have a long way to go, but I will remain strong because of God. So this is what Jesus, this is what Jesus surprised me every day. This is what I realized how much God loves me in my life. So. I hope you all realize your call, and I hope you all know your call. And please, start smiling, now I want to share peace around us. And thank you very much for this wonderful evening to have me here and talk with all of you. And thank you very much for being here to with me. Thank you. And-